Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Think Mental Podcast. It's me, Deb, in studio with... Sophia! Hey guys, how are you? I don't know about you, <laughs> but January as a student felt like a fucking shit show. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not fully on the uni grind yet. I'm still getting used to it all, but um, February, new beginnings. Oh my god, that's so ironic because our, our New Year's episode was about... <laughs> Goal setting. <laughs> Dead ass. And I feel like in our January episode, like, you were like, yeah, I'm going to set these goals. And I was like, I'm still here in one piece. <laughs> Which I feel like sums up second year versus third year energy. Mm, well. Yeah. Yeah. I have set them goals, by the way. It's just, you know, work in progress. I love that. Yeah. Taking our advice of, you know, slow steps, manageable exactly. steps. But Small manageable chunks. Yeah. What were we discussing today, Dev? So did... Today we are discussing body image and social media. Um, it's something I could go on about for a long time because, especially, I'll get into it more. But the algorithm these days—you look at one particular post of something, you look at one particular post of like, I don't know, a sausage dog, and then your whole feed of sausage dogs. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna get into that in a bit. But before we get there, time for an icebreaker. Oh. Here we are. So, Sophia. What fictional world or place would you like to visit if you could visit any? Oh my god, why is the first thing that popped in my head heaven? Yo! <laughs> I don't know if that's like really deep. Shout out to the Christians. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second place that popped in my head was Narnia. Again, with my, like, I think it was our first icebreaker when I said the first... <laughs> the first person I'd want to see like resurrected would be Michael Jackson. I didn't think I was a n- diehard Narnia, <laughs> but just like that mystical just world. Going through the wardrobe would be cool as hell. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it heaven or Narnia? Oh, t- you know what? You got range. I'll give you that. <laughs> I think I'll go with Narnia. I think I'm too young to see heaven right now. <laughs> you know what? I respect that. I love how you like. Yeah, I'm goal setting. I can feel better about semester. And then you're like, if I could go to any place, it would be heaven. <laughs> okay, what about you? What about you? Oh, okay. So, um, have you seen any Studio Ghibli films? Oh, no, but I've heard of it. <laughs> okay, so like, Spirited Away, it just looks really pretty. Is it? And Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna what are you say? I was going to say, is it that Magical Kingdom thing? <laughs> Or is that like not right at all? I don't know, it could be. Okay, <laughs> describe this place. Oh, okay, literally, the only image I'm thinking is that there's like this train, tram in the movie, and like it, it like goes across the water. Oh, I so think I've seen beautiful. that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. That's a lot more um, imaginative than mine, I think. I don't know. I don't know, I think <laughs> the city is getting me down. I'm like, I'd like to go on a train with a view. <laughs> well, okay, thanks for that icebreaker, Dev. <laughs> oh, good. I, um, I love the range in our answers. But yes, Always. anyway, going on to the topic of this week. Um, trigger warnings for body image issues, um, possible disordered eating as well. Um, body dysmorphia. But yeah, social media. So I spend a lot of time procrastinating on my phone. My screen time is absolutely abhorrent. Um, I deleted TikTok off my phone a couple months ago. I know, because I asked Deb what his TikTok was, because I felt like I saw a few things on here he'd like, and he's like, 
don't have TikTok. And I was like, oh, who are you? I don't actually look like better than everyone else. <laughs> when really, it was like us spending so long and then I needed to get off. That was yeah. the thing to us. Um, so yeah, clean of TikTok for a bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so social media, Instagram, I spend so much time on there. Just Even like when you're studying, it's like, okay, five minutes study break, go on your phone kind of thing. Um, and I, so the apps that I'm going to talk about the most with this is probably Instagram, just cause, um, Instagram is like, for me, the social media where like everything is advertising now, it's not even like sharing photos of the sky. Like it's like so many things are like sponsored posts mm. or like ads or like your algorithm coming up with stuff, especially in January, like so many, like, you know, January diets and cleanse and like body image stuff just comes up on your feed and if you engage with like a couple of them then suddenly it's like your whole feed Mm. um and for me I found this so like I got so sucked in um and I started having this like projection of what the like male idealized body type is and that my body type should like look Mm. like that or I should be doing x y and z um and like for me I got distracted from my body just existing and being functional and like why am I not muscular why am I not this like because I was constantly around it on my phone and this was like for me it's like that's the normal body type my body isn't that like why is it not that um and then I'll get onto it later in the episode but um I sort of came on to like body neutrality versus body positivity and sort of like remembering like oh I just have a body that exists kind of thing Mm -hmm. but we'll get to that later but yeah what is your experience of just social media and like body image oh my gosh I think in the past year it's been a lot more positive but I still catch myself sometimes you know constant comparison um before probably before I had like a different view on mental health and especially being involved in the fitness world that is like a body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. like black hole um yeah I guess before I started being officially coached for powerlifting um and I was just like a gym rat and I would follow all these fitness people it was just such an easy world of comparison and just seeing like oh this girl changed her body in this uh, short amount of time like why why am I not getting those results and I don't know I think it's social media is good because you can see other people's experiences and it can motivate and inspire you but then it can take a negative toll when rather than like using it as motivation you're just comparing and putting yourself down for it which I definitely have done before uh I don't know I think once I actually um started being in the powerlifting world myself and meeting actual powerlifters and not just people that like post fitness uh, videos on instagram like getting to know them as people it makes me realize that they care more for their body for what it does and its strength rather than Mm. for how it looks and i think that really helped me to like change my perspective on my body and its purpose um so it's been a lot more positive lately but it's inevitable that you know as a woman as well it's like very easy to compare Mm. and just not be happy or content with what you have because yes I know the functional uses of my body but you know when when I'm not happy with how it looks in a certain 
dress or in certain lighting it's kind of hard to um let go of that sometimes Mm, definitely and one of the things that made me i thought about was when you're talking about comparison is that one thing i have to remind myself of is that when you see that picture on instagram that you're comparing yourself to like that picture is probably one of like 30 Mm. that the person took it's posed there's probably the certain lighting as well all these things that we just see it and you're like wow they look great but there's so much that went into that image that's yeah. not like a naturally posed image yeah yeah even me like when i post something on instagram i definitely have to rewatch it a few times to make sure that i'm happy with it like still something i'm working on if i'm being honest like just being able to post and share without being so conscious of like oh is that angle flattering or not I think it's natural that we all want to present and like project our best selves like we can't deny that but yeah sometimes we are a bit too serious about it I think yeah definitely um and this is sort of like linking on to my next idea that I came across um it's like body neutrality versus body positivity and you kind of like touched on this of just when you were talking to like powerlifters that realizing what your body does for you and doing fitness in that kind of sense rather than just like aesthetics Mm. um and i've got like a quote here um so like for those of you don't know about body neutrality um body neutrality is minimizing body negativity for example saying to yourself i may not feel good about my body but i will try not to put myself down or make myself feel bad about my body um and that feels quite refreshing it feels like quite a piece like quite accepting um because for me when i see like body positivity posts um sometimes it can feel like that toxic positivity i'm mm. like this is like too much yeah like, i'm not going to be this realistically like positive about my body all the time because yeah. i'm a human being mm. and sometimes i can feel like it can be a bit invalidating as well like sort of like oh like I can't think of like a body positive quote but sometimes when I've tried to interact with it I'm like this feels impersonal this feels like a one size like how type approach in the sense that like I don't know because I can be like a quite cynical person anyway so if someone's like yeah I love your body and I'm like you don't know me (laughs) Mm, okay yeah you feel like it's kind of like forcing some sort of like overly positive opinion down your throat yeah and I feel like especially in today's world and with social media as well there's there's obviously like beauty standards but there's like beauty standards in different communities as well so like for me as a queer man um like there's such a beauty standard in the gay scene like specifically Mm. and that that is translated like on apps like dating apps Mm. hookup apps where it's like they only want this like someone only want this body type Mm -hmm. and it's very specific and of course you're gonna feel down about that so if someone's telling me like oh like you love your body and i'm like well mm. i'm getting opposite reactions from this whereas like body neutrality is just sort of like hey this isn't all about my body like i'm a person mm, as well. okay that's interesting i i've heard of that term but i didn't actually know what that meant and i kind of like see your side of body positivity can be a great thing don't don't get me wrong but it can be kind of unrealistic sometimes like kind of forcing that yeah that overly positive opinion of like no love your body like 
Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, something like that isn't going to come overnight mm-hmm. as well. Like, I feel like just a statement, like, love your body, it's like, that's, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. But that's not going to happen overnight, especially when we live in a society that profits off, like, our self-criticism and our negative body image. Like, that's not going to happen overnight. Um, and yeah, with body neutrality, so there's a couple of different definitions of it. Um, but another one was that body neutrality is the idea that you can exist without having to think too much about your body one way or another, positive or mm. negative. You can simply exist and be worthy of respect without thinking about your body mm. all the time. Yeah. That's so interesting. It's very radical, I think. I feel like it kind of links to our other episode of intuitive eating, where when I was defining intuitive eating, I basically just said, intuitive eating is eating, Mm. (laughs) simply. It's just, you know, it's there, like eating and your body, they both exist as things, but we don't have to put so much emphasis on like what's good and bad. Like we just, it just exists. Mm. And when you don't place so much emphasis or like you don't, try and project one certain opinion on it um it just allows you to be a bit more like easier on yourself i think because obviously there are you know i guess quote healthier ways to maintain your body but like when you're focused too much on all the good things you should be doing and all the bad you know it kind of it's hard and like I don't know um, about you, but like, the world's pretty crazy place to be living in right now. <laughs> um, so between you know pandemic, climate crisis, energy crisis, job market, what the hell am I doing with my life? It's sort of like my body can just exist. Mm. That's fine. That's so interesting. I'm I'm gonna try and use that approach like just over the next week like every time I think of a comment about my body or you know something negative I'm just gonna try and bring it back to your body you've got a body you're you're good exactly. <laughs> like your body is there and it lets you experience beautiful things yeah and it keeps you going and it works it's functioning I'm healthy I'm alive like I think that's what it comes down to like gratitude practices as well like when you really um look at your life you'll see like what actually matters mm. and what does your does your little like physical insecurity like i don't know your nose like does that really matter or is it more about like the function of what it does or you know it's it's all part of you oh my god sorry again so like philosophical but you no know. i'm i'm so <laughs> here for it and yeah i completely agree like obviously we're not here telling people how to live their lives. Be like, you have an insecurity? Why do you have an insecurity? Like, come on, like, get over it. <laughs> it Realise your body exists. Like, no, it's a lot harder than that. Mm. But just one thing I am learning at the moment is that if you want something done, it's probably, you're probably going to get a better result um, having a more compassionate approach rather than a critical approach. So, yeah, like, so true. If it's like, oh, I want to get stronger rather than being critical and be like, I need to go to the gym three times a week, I need to make sure my diet is this. Being compassionate and being like, I 
want my body to feel stronger and I like going to the gym and I want to be able to energize and utilize my body for what it is and I'm grateful for the opportunity it gives me to do that um, so again sort of changing the narrative a bit like we said with intuitive eating um, on a couple episodes ago as well yeah I watched a video um, I think it was just about kind of like insecurities and your like self-perception and it was really she brought up a really interesting point I don't know if I'm gonna do it justice but she said you know when you like look in the mirror and you pick something out in yourself that you don't like or you're just having a bad day like a quote ugly day where you just you're just not feeling yourself but you know to the outside world to your friends to your family everyone still sees you like like everyone will still see me as Sophia like that's that's Sophia she looks like this she's got black hair but to you because you've got a different lens like you can see all your imperfections and you just your mind is telling you that you don't look good today but to everyone else you're like they literally remember you and see you in the same way like no one's gonna be able to pick out that thing this is definitely not how she said it she said it in a much more like um hard-hitting way but it just made me realize like a lot of our insecurities well yeah most of our insecurities really just come from within and it's like probably no one actually notices like they they remember you for your good traits they Mm. remember you for your personality they're not remembering you for like that spot you have on your left cheek do you know what i mean yeah exactly um like despite your insecurities and despite your bad days you're still the same person and that doesn't change i don't know she said something i wish i could find it but um yeah does that make sense yeah it, it does make sense and i really like that as well and i as you were talking about it i was thinking you know to what extent has social media created that image of always feeling like you have to look a certain way all the time because we're constantly surrounded by it right Mm. um and it's just i don't know for me i'm just very aware of the moment that's just how like constant it can be um seeing people on social media like even like you know fitness aside just seeing you know influencers and stuff like that always looking a certain way and it's like i need to look presentable or whatever um, but you know when you have your interactions with people when you see your friends when you come onto campus me on campus my little like prep just vibing <laughs> probably running late to my lecture as well um, like people aren't going to remember like the things I'm insecure about they may not even notice like we get so in our exactly. own heads so what well, I get in so in my own head I won't talk on other people's behalves but yeah yeah it's so weird sometimes like if I'm not feeling a certain feature of myself one day like say i'm breaking out on my forehead i'll be like oh my god guys sorry i'm like breaking out and then like they're like wait what didn't even notice or like why do you even have to like bring why do you even have to bring attention to it like right they it's don't a, even yeah it's, yeah it's not like it's constant self-awareness it almost feels like yeah sometimes i feel like i'm too self-aware <laughs> Honestly, ignorance is bliss. I'm like, I've become too self-aware. I need to go back. <laughs> yeah, I need to just, like, un- unlearn myself a bit. Honestly, yeah. God, I'm a bit of peace and quiet in my head. Um, but, yeah, no, I completely agree. I had this the other day where I was, like, wearing this outfit, and I was, I was expecting myself to feel really good, but I looked in the mirror, and I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> like how I look. But I was like, I don't have time to get changed. I just need to Yeah, go. yeah. And, like, I went out, and... I had a really good time with people I was with and I didn't even think about my outfit. Exactly! <laughs> I was like, what, what am I doing? Um, yeah. 
I mean, we always see like memes and shit about like being a student on Strand turning up in your best fit or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, like maybe normalize being comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how like we can spend so much time thinking about like how we're presenting ourselves to the world and then we go about our day and then we just end up having a really good day and we just like at the end of the day reflect on what happened and you know your outfit and the way you look didn't really have anything to do with it it's more about what you actually did so I guess that kind of links to like the whole looking at your body as like more of a vessel like a Mm. functional vessel rather than just like uh what do you call it not a painting but you know that kind of external yeah just aesthetic yeah yeah yeah. and like but like what if i do wear like a good outfit remembering that it's not just about the aesthetics like for me that's self-expression and people who know me are probably listening to that and being like Dad, what the fuck do you mean self-expression <laughs> black all the time so let me have it right. <laughs> well that's uh just got me thinking as well body confidence oh yes yeah that kind of movement like people being on social media being kind of i guess it links to body positivity but um people are showing more of the kind of behind the scenes of social media mm-hmm. like them editing out their cellulite and their spots and kind of um reversing their photoshop mm-hmm. i guess like showing that showing the behind the scenes of like you know what what is on instagram is not reality or simply even just not even pointing that stuff out but leaving in raw footage or like pictures and videos where they are not airbrushed and you can see their cellulite and you can see their you know um quote body imperfections and just kind of normalizing that and I really appreciate that like as someone who used to and still does kind of suffer with acne um a lot of like skin positivity stuff Mm. has been coming out um and I'm like, where was this when I was that insecure 15-year-old that just thought what was on my face was, like, not normal at mm-hmm. all? So there has been good good things that have come from social media, I feel like, as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also important to acknowledge, whilst we're here, different body types existing and the representation on social media because it can still hold up very, like western cis normative white beauty standards Mm. um like we can't escape that as well and i think that's also important to remember here yeah so it reminded me of this post um i think it was like this influencer and she was bent over in like a really like what looked like an uncomfortable unnatural position and she was like look guys everyone has roles um it's normal um and you know people who have roles just standing up sitting down whatever were like what the hell is this like this is you are you are straining yourself mm. to like look at that and then obviously you know we live in like a fat favorite society there's all that side of it as well um so i think like just being conscious that like of like the narrow scope social media shows us as well it's really hard these days it's really hard to be like to just please everyone i feel like like there's such a fine line between you know being inclusive and then also being like offensive hate that word offensive being aware maybe i mean this sounds like me putting the world to rights but (laughs) i think just being aware because um ultimately to me like 
there's not one best body type or whatever but as long as people have representation like that's just so important um and yeah there's a whole like offensiveness thing and i won't get into that no it's not my place not today <laughs> not today not on this episode um but yeah i think social media creates this opportunity for representation which is really important um and it's important to remember that like certain body types are oppressed as well um and they do struggle you know in the way the medical system is built all this kind of thing so Mm, that's true i didn't even think about it like that i just thought of one situation that i can relate to um like when i was using instagram when i was getting more of my fitness stuff from online rather than like actual in-person coaching and going to like different gyms i had a very like narrow image of what i thought uh an athletic body looked like Mm. and it was very much like very toned um lower body fat kind of thing like lean i guess and then yeah so i had that image and i always thought that i never looked like athletic i never uh, yeah i just thought i didn't like i thought when i said that i lifted like people would be like oh okay then Mm. But then when I actually like started getting coached properly and going to different gyms, I realized, oh my God, these people actually look like me, (laughs) like in person as well. Like seeing that in front of me, like in front of my own eyes, like there are so many different types of bodies in fitness and just in the world. And you really can't narrow it down to like the ideal image that Instagram presents and I'm so much more accepting of it now. I'm definitely like not like 100% there, but I know now it's normal to have roles when I sit down, you know, like I've got, yeah, sorry, what well, I've got body fat on my stomach that is technically biologically there mm. for to hold a baby. Yeah. You know, just understanding your body for its purposes, its functional purposes, I think that's been a really good like kind of coping mechanism for me when I start to like be overly critical about the aesthetics Mm. what about you what's a coping mechanism you use in this harsh aesthetic focused world well one thing I learned fairly recently um was just about how different ethnicities different bodies carry body fat Mm. differently so true you know if we look at BMI it was not developed with that in mind. Yeah. Um, so you can't use that system to understand the health of all bodies, and that looks different um, for all different people. And, you know, when you step on a scale, that doesn't um, include body fat distribution, that doesn't include, like, muscle mass, that's just giving you a number, and that number can change every day. It can mm-hmm. change from the morning to the evening. Um, so just reminding myself that I do have, like, a functional body, and, you know, the system was built in that way. Um, I think reminders like that is, like, yeah, I'm just, I just want to embrace more that body neutrality thing of like, my body is functional and when I, you know, the way my aesthetics are, the way I dress, present to the world is a form of self-expression to me rather than me feeling like I need to match this beauty standard in order to have worth. Yeah, it's so true. I, I listened to a podcast with Robert Green in it and he was talking about embracing your individual individuality and uniqueness and after that I was just like it's so true like why do we want to assimilate so bad to like I know this sounds so like ugh, not like the other girls <laughs> <laughs> but seriously like why why 
do you want to stay in that box of like looking like that ideal image like it is actually you know when you know when you see someone just like on the street and they're just dressed like so differently and that you could sense a different kind of energy from them and they're just truly being themselves like I love that like I feel like that energy is so infectious I want to be more like that I want to just be more me and like be more shameless about it and yeah I think I don't know where I'm going with that but what was I I was linking it to something you said about self-expression oh yeah self-expression yeah I think rather than using Instagram and social media as a guideline to how you should be why don't you use it to like either inspire you to try and be more different and express yourself more or you know you can use it for its other positive things like sharing sharing common interests and you know fashion tastes and meeting yeah. new people looking for similarities yeah exactly so I don't know that was kind of like a weird little <laughs> no I'm here for it and that feels like a very good note to end on on that point. yeah just be yourself don't I love that or like you know it's hard to be yourself sometimes it's <laughs> oppressive world we live in but yeah. ultimately I, self-expression is such a beautiful thing and in these times my last words are you know be compassionate with yourself yeah I feel like that is always great mental health advice just like being your own friend mm. and I think we should talk about this more in a different episode like self-expression mm. um yeah embracing individuality uh just breaking out their norms <laughs> love it love it so yes that brings us to the end of this episode um follow us on instagram at think mental because now the semester is going whilst Sophia and I didn't have our shit together in January the rest (laughs) of the society did so we have a bunch of events planned um so yeah drop us a follow on Instagram at thinkmental to uh keep an eye out I will hint that we're doing a certain collab uh, with a couple of societies on Valentine's Day yes and it may involve free cat time Ooh. so keep keep an eye out guys yeah but yes as always thank you for listening and being with us for the past half hour or so thank you guys and we'll uh, catch you later see you